0: My name's Caitlin, and did you know the name Cicero means Seeker of Truth and Wisdom?
1: Oh, I did not know that. Did you literally just Google that three seconds ago?
0: Right before this podcast, I knew we were talking about Cicero, and I was like, I need to Google who Cicero was. And I still don't know, but I do know yeah. what his name is.
1: Well, I was gonna say, don't rely on my information. I don't know, you know. I have a, I have a game plan. So, what was it? Seeker of truth. I wonder if that was before or after his naming because it fits with him very well. Maybe his
0: I name. suspect. I suspect. We, uh, yeah, it's, Seeker of Truth and Wisdom.
1: That's a great one because it speaks to our branding. It's like when the Band Aid becomes the Band Aid you know, yes. like or Kleenex, like yes. it's Cicero, chapstick. just the, yeah, chapstick. Like it literally just Cicero is synonymous with seeking truth. And, uh, I love that. I well, love that.
0: it should also be known that this came from names.org. So I have zero mm. sense of how mm. reliable this is, but you know, mm. it's, all, it's We're out gonna there. roll
1: with it. It's on the first if... page
0: of Google, which has to be reliable
1: exactly as we've discovered and it fits our narrative so it's got to be believable so uh-huh. i think that's what we discovered in this podcast if it does both of those things it's we're truth. gonna we're At gonna say our it truth. <laughs> yeah our truth um and then i'm zach what an intro i'm zach and uh i'm gonna say one of my favorite cicero quotes uh we must not say that every mistake is a foolish one nice and i like that one me too because speaks to this podcast. Maybe this mistake is not a foolish one. It depends on the day. Depends on how you ask us.
0: It uh, reminds me of that quote that's like, um, like, you have to fail a thousand times in order to oh, you're really not picking up what I was throwing down. Once. Yeah, something like that. No,
1: to, I was like, I was trying to, there's been like a million of those There. I was hoping you were going to like know. finish
0: my sentence so I didn't have to, and you're going to like <laughs> nod your head enthusiastically, like you knew what I was talking about, and it just did not happen. So uh, oh, no. it, it might not have been a real quote. <laughs> but i do
1: like so, it but it sounded good though the beginning sounded really good though um and w- without further ado welcome to manipulating the masses yeah yeah
0: Goodness. don't give yourselves to brutes men who despise you enslave you who regiment your lives tell you what to do what to think or what to feel who drill you diet you treat you like cattle use you as cannon fodder don't give yourselves to these unnatural men machine men with machine minds and machine hearts, you are not machines. You are not cattle. You, the people, have the power. Ooh, 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 ooh. Intro.
1: Okay. Are you ready, Caitlin? We're gonna. We've been covering a lot of you know modern issues and topics happening now. And you know, a big piece of starting this podcast was we think marketing has been go- going back since the dawn of time. We recently call it marketing but the the tactics the 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 way people use it utilize it has been going on for a long time so i'm gonna bring this one back we're going to set it way 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 back to uh cicero because i believe uh we're gonna take a look at a man who his public speaking prowess still he studied today and it was all oration so he would go out and speak in public and uh he gained massive influence he was I think one of the originators of spreading disinformation against his enemies. He even ended up running for the highest office in the land based on his influence.
0: He was the original social media?
1: Yeah, a content creator. I think so. And I would almost venture to say as we go through his history, there is a uh, recent U.S. president who has recently you know thrown tirades in florida and is is an angry angry person that cicero has some similarities to as well as voldemort. far as like running for political office voldemort exactly, <laughs> exactly. voldemort retired to florida just kind of hanging out down there <laughs> i was gonna say he
0: who head. should not be named but, and then i was like oh let's sum it up voldemort <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and then, uh, so the, the man we're examining today, Marcus Tullius Cicero, uh, the Roman politician. He's, he lived over 2,000 years ago, Caitlin. And we've talked about this before. It's hard for, I love this shit. I want to talk to you about just like wrapping your mind around how long ago this really was. 2,000 years ago. So since the time of Cicero, it's been 2,064 years since his death right the us is only 245 years old so i'm gonna go data analysis on you this is this is the entire history of the us eight and a half times over so from the american revolution the signing of the declaration of independence eight times to now eight times over and you think about what they were wearing back in those paintings of signing that like the wigs the horse and buggy the all like all the technological advances since just the start of the US times eight that'd be crazy. I did, I did some other data analysis math for you. Some fun, some fun numbers is if, if the US was started when Cicero died, like the US government was started, you they founded the US the same, the same uh, year Cicero yeah. died, we would be on president 412 instead of number 48, 45, 46, 46 around president 46. I try to wipe one out in my mind, but we're definitely on president.
0: And I just added a few. So
1: yeah, you're like, um, so what's your gut reaction? I mean, as far as the history goes, and we're saying marketing goes back all of that time. So is there, how are you wrapping your mind around the kind of timeline of this let's start with that
0: this is gonna go off on a tangent but i (laughs) saw something the other day and it was about black history month and it said you know slavery has been going on since the 1800s and then it had a little scale that said okay slavery when slavery ended the jim crow era and The era in which like the Jim Crow era is so fucking tiny in comparison mm-hmm. to like when slavery started and when it was abolished, like there are hundreds and 100, 200 years of slavery yep. and a very small 60 to 70 years of Jim Crow era. Yeah. Um, And so that's what, that's where my mind went to. So I just expanded that scale a little (laughs) bit and it just kept going around and around. Well, Um, technically slavery has
1: been, yes, technically slavery was going on back then too. So very long, very long uh, history with slavery uh, beyond just the U.S. But I I think that's a great comparison because civil rights was only signed in what, 1960s? Yep. So, you know, what is that? 60 years uh that that even black americans have had their right to vote and to uh and be treated as equal compared to 200 years of history it's nuts
0: so that's how i compared it because i i just saw that scale the other day so then to what did what did you say four times that history is like Eight, oh, times, eight, eight, eight times eight times history that just blows yes. my scale out of the water
1: yeah like just a massively long time ago and i think it's important to sit and really kind of think about that because it's easy to think about these old you know greek and uh roman people and just kind of apply modern day thinking to them but the i mean the length of time that this was ago is pretty astounding
0: also sorry i have another tangent to go on but you asked wh- how I think about that in terms of marketing. And although we've just very recently assigned this word to the act of what Cicero was doing, I don't even know what he was doing yet. We haven't even gotten into that. But we've just recently assigned this word marketing. But this whole podcast is really about manipulating people. So manipulation was just kind of the the onset of marketing, was the seed of marketing. So Mm. Mm -hmm. I hope that we get to see Cicero manipulating people.
1: Oh, we will. Don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about that. So- Uh, not many people may know Cicero, not many people, you know, or he's just kind of some abstract concept, but he has very famous quotes that we've used for these 2000 plus years. And I'm going to read some of these quotes for you.
0: Live, laugh, love. (laughs) That's the one.
1: He's the original. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking you. That was founded by Karen in, in Hoboken, New Jersey. So we have his most popular is, uh, where there's life, there's hope and have you not heard that like on nature documentaries on yeah you know people yeah, yeah. where there's life worth that that fits up there with the live laugh love the, the other one that i liked is uh the beginnings of all things are small
0: mm. Mm. which
1: i felt i related to our agency with that I like, we know. Started just the two of us and that
0: one hit that I one know. hit hard tear
1: yeah that's like it, it's great and uh now we're just busier than hell the other one is uh let your desires be ruled by reason, which I don't know, you know I'll take that one with a grain of salt uh, the life of the dead is placed in the memory of the living the
0: life of the dead, yes, I like that, I like that one,
1: not bad, not mad and then any man can make mistakes, but only a fool persists in his error. I don't mind, no, I'll well, see him he's got wit he's got he's punchy. He would have been a great copywriter were he Mm. born after his time. That is kind of the allure of Cicero, right? Yeah,
0: I think why none of these are like really hitting hard for me or sinking in is because what I think you're getting at is they've just been overused again and again and again. So I've heard some variation of them throughout my entire life. (laughs) So I've heard these Mm -hmm. all, not these specific ones. Did I know they came from Cicero? No, I didn't, but I've heard some variation creation of this like time and time again. So, but had I been around 2000 years ago, yeah, it would have been kind of impactful <laughs> for me.
1: Well, I think that's a great point. It's like it, it, we have heard a lot of these over and over again and it, that's how prominent he was and that's how prolific he was with uh his, his content creation. Let's just call it that. It's a, He was a content creator, the OG content creator. He was so good at it that we've heard his sayings from 2000 years ago over and over and over in many different iterations that were like, yeah, duh. Like these, these his thoughts are, have become just commonplace as common sense and that's why I think he was so prolific in what he did. So let's talk about the content marketing, the influencer scene. What was the social media scene like back in 63 BC? Let's uh, let's set the scene for you. It's BC, 2064 years ago. Um, Cicero was a senator and a Roman senator. And basically the Roman senators basically operated like our current senators, right? They come in from different areas. The senators campaigned for within Roman citizens to request laws. Um, the citizens would request laws and then the Senate would pass them. Just little differences. There is a slight, the biggest difference between being a senator then and being a senator now is uh, when a senator retired or the more likely uh, occurrence of a senator being assassinated, other senators would pick the person to replace them. So it wasn't like a vote to hold the Senate office. It was like an elite club. Which isn't too different than today now that i'm explaining it but it's like an elite club
0: i was and like they would
1: like take each that other out
0: not our supreme court <laughs> is that not how our supreme court works
1: <laughs> pretty much i mean they maybe go. it hasn't changed <laughs> maybe it hasn't changed too much <laughs> um <laughs> so uh and then within this group of senators, right, they would uh, they would elect two co-presidents, what they called councils. So there'd be two people, two presidents to keep each other in check within ruling the senator class. And it was literally a boys' club, all men. But it was, why I find it interesting, it was like notorious for like, back alley bribes and schemes and like it's a it's ripe with like plotting and trying to get everything everybody playing against each other the uh, murder of Julius Caesar you know like stab me in the back Caesar happened in the Roman Senate they had some senators that stabbed Caesar in the back and thus created a bunch of bullshit movies and plays okay so um, in the scheming Cicero was the man Cicero was that dude he would was the best out of all of them Cicero wasn't born into like a prominent family like all the other senators he literally just went out he was a lawyer and he would go out on the street corner and he would give speeches about his enemies about laws about anything going on in Rome he would have people scribing his speech as he was writing it and then it's like a guerrilla marketing team as soon as he was done they would take the speech and just like post it on every fucking street corner in rome so people would read it as they went by he was the original content creator that was his social media he would like have people write down what he said they'd go out post it everywhere literally and then he gained fame so i i guess what i'm getting at caitlin when i describe that what do you see the similarities between that and current like content producers and
0: was it long form content or was it short form content? Did he hack that yet? Was he doing AB testing on different telephone poles throughout the kingdom?
1: He, uh, you, you make jokes, but I, he actually was, He he was a poet, he would do speeches. He would write poetry. He would like write letters to friends. And then if he thought it was great, he'd post that everywhere. Like literally he's mixing up the content all the time. He just like would blast it out. Literally putting it up on post. Well, my
0: thought is like, I just can't imagine walking through this square and having like something in front of me that was a long form. It was like an essay. Like that does nothing for me. I would just walk right past that. I don't have time for that. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm not reading that long form content, but if he was like, you know, two or three short punchy sentences with maybe a drawing (laughs) of something, I would stop and stare. So that's why I was wondering like, was he really just out there posting essays and letters? Cause I wouldn't read that shit.
1: You're telling me in all honesty, Caitlin, you're walking down the street And the streets are littered with like, you know, little branding stickers, like shit like that. And you see this long sticker with like five paragraphs on it. You're telling me you're not even stopping to, like, what the fuck is this? I'm going to read at least the first paragraph and figure out what they're trying to say. You're telling me you're just going to blow right by it? I think I would be like, what is this huge sticker?
0: As soon as you started to question me, I wanted to retract what I said. (laughs) Because I really did think about it. And was like, if I was really going to the grocery store and I saw an essay in front of me, I would absolutely read it at least the first paragraph like you said i'd probably get bored because i have the attention span of a goldfish but at least the first paragraph (laughs) to figure out like what is so important that he has to Plague the entire city with
1: (laughs) it was it was a wide mix of things, but he would have these quippy quotes in there, he would have like you know, punchy lines, he would have poetry. I think it was a mix, so um they didn't have Netflix back in ancient Rome, surprisingly. So uh this was like their entertainment.
0: They have Hulu. Yeah.
1: They had Hulu though. Hulu's been around. Okay. Well, Blockbuster, I think, was still. True. There too. But, uh,
0: blockbuster. <laughs> uh, quick question. I have questions. I have follow up questions. I have tons of follow up yes. questions. Yes. Hit me. One, Hit me. Hit me. what type of, okay, you said poetry, you have quippy lines in there, you have essays. Uh, was it sarcastic? Was it funny content or was it very direct? What, What kind of content was it?
1: I think that's a great question. I think what made him so brilliant was that he had the capabilities to be funny and he had the capabilities to make people laugh, but he also had the capabilities to clearly explain things to make people angry. He was very good at using the tone of his speeches and his content to elicit the emotions that he wanted out of the Roman public. And that's why he carried so much weight because other senators were like rich families and stuff he was like a commons man but he had the people behind him okay you know like if he said something to the people of Rome they would light somebody on fire they would go kill somebody if Cicero said they deserved to be I'm not that's not an exaggeration that's literally happened so they like he was just very good at eliciting emotions of the Roman public is what okay
0: I So he truly was like, we use social media to talk about our lives, to promote the type of messaging that we want to put out there, that we want viewers to see us as. Mm -hmm. So he truly was doing that. He was saying, I want to send this message out to the world. There wasn't necessarily any sort of objective behind it minus the fact that it came from him and he wanted it out there
1: well he would have objectives like you know uh we shouldn't be doing this in government you should okay. fight the senators like there would absolutely be objectives okay. or he was he wanted uh, someone to he wanted himself to be elected over someone else okay so, so it objectives. was it was yeah.
0: topical Pertaining yep. to government?
1: Yes. I would okay. say mostly government. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So it
0: wasn't like, hey, I ate an acai bowl this morning and <laughs> this is the... 20 burpees I did.
1: Well, he has like letters that have been studied. He has letters to friends that are like that. He's like, yeah, like today, this was a crappy week. The weather was terrible. I didn't do anything, you know? But his stump speeches, like when you go out and talk, always with a purpose, always trying to elicit a certain emotion around government, I would say is like 99% of it.
0: All right, that Um, makes a lot of sense. Great questions.
1: We have his kind of tone. Let me talk about uh, him on the stump um so uh, the 63 BC Cicero he's nominated to run for the co-president role so he the other senators nominate him to run he has two challengers Catalan and Antonius which don't keep these Roman names straight they don't matter at the end of the day they all sound the same since Cicero couldn't outspend the other two because they came from very rich families they're very prominent uh he went to his forte content marketing this social media blasting things out. So he would give a speech every single day. And like I said, transcribed, posted, etched on the streets of Rome. And he would go after this Catiline guy, particularly harsh. Here's some of the claims that he would make. Without evidence, he would just go up on the stump, say it, blast it out everywhere. Uh, he said that Cataline was stealing from the people of Rome, that he had ordered a number of crimes, a number of murders, Uh, that he had raped women in the countryside. And then also he would bulk up his own credentials by saying that he's never murdered anyone, so he should be elected because he's not a murderer the standards
0: um, no, wait the standards <laughs> have not fucking changed we elect people because they don't rape women is <laughs> our standard 2000 well, years only later talk
1: about they only talked about raping women they didn't actually do it it was figurative like yeah fuck man you're so right it's funny how things don't change over the 2000 years we're still well the done. same fucking idiots
0: well done guys we've progressed from we don't. We hold the standard that we do not murder. To now, we've progressed to <laughs> we do not rape. So, but I can't wait to see where society goes in the next twenty years.
1: We are on the up and up. Yeah. I just mm, future, so, baby, future. Sorry, not twenty um, years.
0: I think this is the next two thousand years, right? Like this is these are the measurable oh, yeah. results. Is every two thousand years we progress just a tiny bit? So.
1: Just oh, a we'll little bit. So in two thousand years, it'll be like it'll be like I only spent about ten months in prison, yes. you know, for domestic abuse, and they're like, okay,
0: yeah, cool. This guy, I only cool. this guy's thought clean. about hitting my um, wife. I didn't actually do it. That's <laughs> oh gross. God. I only thought about it.
1: That, mm-mm, mm-mm. So, but I, it, you know, everybody's thought about it and we're like, yeah, cool. You about my it. vote, dude.
0: Boys will be let's, boys. That's locker
1: room talk. Boys will be boys. Locker room talk. Oh my God. Ugh. <laughs> that gave me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, that just a note for listeners that don't understand sarcasm. That was sarcasm. Okay. <sighs> just, don't, don't at me on Twitter. Get the fuck out. Okay.
0: <laughs> do you have a Twitter? no (laughs) so you can't at
1: me either way jokes on you motherfuckers (laughs) um cool so uh just like the incident that we were talking about in the last election uh cicero's campaign worked and it worked really well he won the vote in a landslide he was now one of the most powerful men in the world all through spreading disinformation um this Cataline guy as you can imagine, was pretty fucking pissed. He was not happy that Cicero was going around saying this stuff. So he did what all the senators did back in the day, and he started his plot to assassinate Cicero.
0: Cancel culture. Cancel culture.
1: I love these connections you're making. That is just it's cancel culture to the max. Instead of like blocking them on Twitter and taking them down, we just back in the day they just blocked them from life. They're like you are you're canceled. You're not hosting the Grammys. You're fucking dead. No, you know like that is how it needs to go. The genius of Cicero is though he uh, discovered this plot and. Went out again, gave all these speeches on this Cataline dude in the Senate and shamed him so much, this Cataline guy. Like he just eviscerated him so much that Cataline is like gone from the history books after that. Like he just disappears into oblivion, goes, lives in the countryside. Like when Eminem, when MGK back in the day, I don't are you a bit yeah you listen to I'm gonna give I'm the reference I'm familiar with I the listen. battle
0: okay, the white rapper okay. Battle.
1: yes yes MGK came after Eminem and then Eminem just destroyed him so hard that MGK had to switch genres entirely and now he's like a rock person like he hasn't rapped since like Eminem just like like that was the level of evisceration that Cicero landed down like just done let's talk about this disinformation this kind of battling of messaging that's going on and and do you see i mean we've been making comparisons but do you see any of these tactics that cicero did where you you are kind of flooding the information sphere with content and also peppering in disinformation and just kind of like owning the space do you see any of that going on in today's like how brands interact on social media. Is there any kind of like trying to own the space through, I don't know, like just flooding it with content? Or is it, yeah, like is there any similarities that you see there?
0: God, I get what you're saying. And I'm just racking my brain because I know there's just been like, there's been battle of the brands a hundred percent. There's been battle of the brands, just like the m-, 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 m MGK reference you made. yeah But I just cannot think of them off the top of my head. I mean,
1: well, can I get you kick started on one that I just came to my head is yeah. like what I compare it to a little bit. And I guess I just thought of this too. So I got to walk it out is Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. And like the battle of not so much messaging, but the battle of endorsers, right? Like who is going to endorse Pepsi and Coke? And I think of the shoe industries, Nike versus Under Armour versus Adidas. When I worked at Nike, like the freshman recruit, the rookie recruit of like NBA stars would literally get pitched by all of these companies like, hey, you should be endorsing Nike, you should be a Nike, you know, endorser, or you should be in D and they'd all give them different pitches. And I see that taking place. Like they'll talk shit on each other. They'll give disinformation to these these rookie athletes to get them to sign on with their company. That's where I see it really battling. Like
0: I immediately, immediately went to Adidas and Nike as well. Yeah. But I couldn't think of a good example, a tangible example of where they were directly like competing for that airtime but i also think of beer companies and i think Uh, of fast food companies i and i can't think of specific examples but i swear like you know wendy's is super quippy on twitter wendy's has their twitter dialed in and i feel like they blast burger king
1: absolutely you know who you know, you know who doesn't directly blast another one but fills the market is arby's arby's, like, yeah. arby's absolutely someone fills who the i space. thought of too yeah yeah like they they have they have those commercials that are just peppered like it's not so much messaging against other companies but they fill that space as much as they can
0: and it kind of is messaging against other companies because they really harp on like it's about the beef and it's that big manly voice whereas other companies are really trying to like talk to the a more generic audience and yep. Arby's is just like, we bring the beef to the table. Yep. And I feel yep. like there was a recent commercial, but yeah, I mean, I think of the Arby's like background music. And the other day I saw an Arby's commercial and I'm like, when was the last time I even saw an Arby's out in real life? I don't, I could not tell you where an Arby's was.
1: I, I I might just pass right by them i think it's just a, a a brain thing that you see it and you're like nope never eaten there and your brain yeah. just like goes right by it. i'm sure there's some close to us yeah but it's not like i pick it up in real life you know i
0: had um, I, I i don't eat meat anymore i haven't for a while but like back in the day i just remember i think i had like a really terrible experience at arby's and it just like totally tainted my my entire yeah experience um so i yeah, yeah. but, but The commercials, I I I know of their branding. They're pretty witty.
1: And I think the other place where people are trying to fill up space is absolutely the insurance market, right? Liberty Mutual fucking million How commercials a day. Good are Geico, they going though? Aggressive. They they're being creative because they have to fill up that space, you know? Like they're just taking up so much space. You can't run the same commercial people get annoyed, right? Like
0: Just talked about this to my husband the other day. I was like, "Why are insurance company commercials the funniest on the market right now?" I laugh every single time at the Progressive commercial where it's like, "We're not going to turn into our parents." And he's like standing there in the parking yeah. lot. Someone walks by this group of adults with blue hair, and the guy's like, "Don't make a comment. Don't. We all see it. We all see it. Don't make a comment." <laughs> every time, it's so well done, and the Geico commercials are well done. And then uh, Liberty Mutual is like. God, I have that jingle in my head. Why is the insurance yeah. companies just dominating the commercial market right now? We need to figure because, out who's doing that. Who?
1: Oh, it's because it's it's some, I think it might be in-house, but it is literally like they are filling up as much space to just like, I think they 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 go funny because there's not much benefits to talk about. You'll put everybody to sleep if you talk about anything yeah. with insurance. So yeah. all they're trying to yeah. do is like, Be there and present when you're like, Hey, I, if somebody tells you, you need car insurance, you're going to be like, Oh, car insurance, Geico lizard. Like they're just trying to be there in your brand. It's very interesting. I think one people that do try to message against each other a lot is also cell phone carriers, Verizon sprint t-mobile yes Yes. all claiming to be number one most five like that is something that they're going after each other all the time like you know what's interesting
0: too zach i feel like we have in the past maybe like let's think 20 years ago i feel like companies had this mutual understanding that they were not going to talk shit about each other it's kind of like Mm. dirty campaigning like in 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 the political world like there's kind of that mutual respect to some degree where you're like Used yeah, to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's the yeah, same with brands, to too. And now we've kind mm-hmm. of progressed in this age where they're not afraid to call out people. I think I remember the first time a commercial called out their direct competitor. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. like yeah. it was an adjustment for me. And it was like, OK, we're going into this next wave of marketing now. I can't remember who that was, but maybe I can dig it up. But yeah, so cell phone carriers, they will say we're not like the other competitor. And there's only one other big competitor, right? Like You're you're Verizon and T-Mobile. We're not like the other guy. So you know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: AT&T too. Verizon and
0: AT&T are one, aren't they?
1: Uh, No. Two different ones. Look it up. Verify. But it's basically Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and then if you want to throw Sprint in there, you can.
0: T-Mobile is engulfing Sprint.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. So those ones are done, but it's basically three of them.
0: AT&T recently completed an acquisition agreement with Verizon Wireless. Yeah.
1: You're so smart. You're smart. I
0: know. I won that one. Um,
1: So it's T-Mobile. Now it's down to two, T-Mobile and Verizon. Verizon. So it is about to be cutthroat as fuck. It's about to be, like, cutthroat. Yeah, and, I mean, to tie it all back, like – I think I love your point about like brands are willing to go after each other now. And that is exactly what got Cicero attention, right? Like directly attacking competitors, people love that kind of, that's why they love the WWE. We talked about that too. Like they love, even if it's manufactured, they love that kind of rivalry Mm -hmm. competition, Like, you know, taking digs, like that'll get more eyeballs than you just being like, hey, we're nice. We're yeah. check us out. We're better. It'll be like, no, these guys fucking suck. You need to come to us. Like that is going to get people's attention. It used to
0: be very much like, okay, what sets you apart from the, from your competitors? And that's what you would harp on. That's what you would speak on. And now it's, it's no longer what sets you apart. It's I'm going to bury this other person because we do it better than that
1: and you know what i kind of think about i'm loving this conversation and i think the last kind of industry that i think is getting into this phase where they're going to start talking shit on each other is yeah. uh like advanced home workout peloton tonal uh there's other ones that are there i feel the mirror like there's ones that are dropping all the time this kind of like high-tech home gym scenario and yeah. they are going to start I mean, with Peloton taking a dip a little bit, like they are going to, it's going to be a king of the mountain type of situation on the ad game where it's like, go after each other. And I see also what people I, can do.
0: I like that you're prompting this conversation, but I almost just want to fire back and say, was Peloton a fucking fluke of COVID? People were working out at home. They had a couple extra dollars to spend. These machines are two grand. And so. Yeah and now we're seeing people aren't that excited about them anymore like people used to post oh i'm hopping on my bike this morning here's my workout like you want to be my buddy and they used to link up and now nobody talks about it anymore so is that kind of like i think peloton's marketing picked up from the people by the user Mm. and now the Mm -hmm. user isn't talking about it anymore so you said it dipped i didn't actually know that they kind of dipped but um, uh,
1: significantly.
0: Significantly, I think that's a. I think they were a fluke of the pandemic. Nobody wants to buy a two thousand dollar machine because a big piece of working out is the community. I get to step outside of my house. That is the one opportunity <laughs> that I get to myself I where I don't look at a screen. So. Um, Also, you didn't mention you didn't mention this company, which is the OG of home workouts. Do you know who I'm talking about? I'm surprised.
1: No. Who's the OG? Oh, but they're still around. Really.
0: Yes, they were the OG, and I know they were the
1: OG. But,
0: but I feel like their marketing fell off too, because Peloton mm. picked up speed. It was Peloton, you know, like
1: mm-hmm. it's kind
0: of like the Lululemon of fucking workout machines. Yeah, it's like this is yeah. hot. This is the hot girl bike. Everyone wanted <laughs> to ride the hot girl bike, and uh, <laughs> and then Bowflex <laughs> took a seat. But Bowflex has been around for whatever. For I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But um, they've held steady. So. Uh,
1: I just think it's a way. And I think you two, you and I are in different markets because, yeah, you'll still have the people that love going to gym. I, I love working out. I hate it at the gym. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather be in my space, not Good have job. to wait for anything. Like So, like, that stuff allures to me. Peloton took a dip because not only are people buying it less, but also I'm not going to do spoilers, but two prominent characters in TV shows died of a heart attack on a Peloton bike. And so, like, they had that come out in TV shows. These are fiction. Right. So, and they had two people, like prominent characters, die from a heart attack on a Peloton bike, and their stock just started.
0: That is. Funny. That is funny. I won't go into this tangent because I know one of the characters, I don't even fucking watch that show. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I can't believe they've I can't believe they've brought it back to life, which is Sex in the City. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> You're
1: narrowing it down. You're narrowing it down. Right
0: Anyways, I don't want to go into that, but like he was also one of the <laughs> he was also like he fucking raped women or like he took advantage of women. So sure, they're sure. like kill him off on a peloton. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> kind not.
1: of a- That's the important entertainment information. Yeah, that's your important. We always get the entertainment shit right in this show. Real life facts are like, mm, but like when it comes to TV shows and entertainment, we're gonna hit you with that real shit every time. Yeah, and that was real shit right there, Kaitlyn. Yeah. Um, But I love it. I love that tangent because it is like this is what Cicero did was fill the market space with messaging, be confrontational in public, start public squabbles and battles. And not only does that help him, but it also I mean, it just helps him awareness. And that's what he was going after. I want people to know of me. I want people to know um, who I am and what I'm trying to do. And he did it in a very ingenious way that we've just digitized. In modern day, don't you
0: love it that they that the people didn't even require facts from him? He was just like, Yeah, this guy Catalan, uh, he murdered people, and everyone was like, Okay, he's canceled.
1: What has changed? Well, nothing has changed, right? Like, if it supports their narrative, it's the same way, it's the same thing. Like, uh, Wayfair houses kids because some obscure person just said that. Like, people are like, Yeah, they do. Like, it's
0: no we don't need do you know the wayfair story do you know like
1: no and
0: okay i just want to tell you i don't
1: know that it was because
0: someone saw a couch or like some piece of furniture on wayfair which is kind of a knockoff cheap website for yeah, like 30 yeah. to forty thousand dollars on their site, they were listing like a couch for forty thousand dollars. and so this person yeah. was like, "This cannot be a forty thousand couch. They have to be they have to be trafficking children. And when you buy this couch, <laughs> it means that you're buying a child. So that's the way tidbit. Maybe we can get into that later. Yeah, yeah, is that that's fun? Is that
1: fascinating? Fun? Oh my god, that's oh. But people were just like, yeah, Wayfair, and then it went mainstream, you know, and mainstream. like, and then that they're doing the same thing, and then everybody knows about it, and they're like, it doesn't matter where it came from or the truth to it. It's like everybody just knows about the Wayfair shit. And then you draw your own conclusions some people were like yeah other people were like this is ridiculous but nobody really knows the source like like i didn't know that like i didn't know how it started i didn't know but you just develop an opinion on it and that's yeah. what Cicero let wanted. me ask like, you
0: then if you didn't actually know the story behind it what was your opinion of wayfair before i just told you the source of it was it like were you oh did you not have an opinion
1: no i had an opinion like when i heard that story i was like that sounds like some QAnon ridiculous bullshit and yeah. then i moved on with my life yeah. like, that's <laughs> yeah, all yeah, to yeah. me that's <laughs> all the attention it deserves it's like that just sounds ridiculous that <laughs> okay. bullshit and then you move on like yeah i don't need to give it attention
0: what you and i choose to give our attention (laughs) are clearly very different things i'm like i need to know more about this (laughs) and you're like i'm just gonna move on with my life now thanks for the information
1: (laughs) we're gonna let that sit it's bullshit yeah, I'm going to like, uh, yeah. let me do something else with my life. I love it though. Cause we, that's why we're good business partners is we cover each other on that. Cause I would have yeah. never known. Yeah. Um, oh okay so we'll kind of bring it all back to cicero this was his tactic i love us comparing it to the modern marketing techniques i again i don't think much has changed over this 2000 years right um as far as how people are receive information take in information and act on information there's one other similarity is like many content creators of our era the reason for cicero gaining all this fame is the reason it all came crashing down And in its simplest form, Cicero became, kept giving these speeches, kept being prominent after he was elected as like council co-president, but he became, there's these factions that divided and he became an institutionalist, uh, which believed that people in the Roman empire were best served by elected leaders, by the people electing their leaders, which makes sense. He's like, I want people to elect me because the people love me. Some of the other senators were like, I'm just from a rich family. The people hate me. There's no way I'm going to keep my position of power so it split. But with that in Rome there was someone that became very very popular more than Cicero that kind of got in his way of this and that's Julius Caesar. I talked about him. Everybody knows the Caesar salad, right? He had money, popularity, influence, you know, acclaim, the people loved him and he declared himself self dictator for life. Um in some shady legal moves. Uh Caesar came in and just said
0: the boldness be not unlike
1: our previous president yeah not unlike the wishes of our previous president so this pissed cicero off this new high guy in towns like i'm dictator for life cicero's not happy so he started giving speeches writing songs poems about how terrible this caesar guy was and how he's gonna ruin rome and as you can imagine he pissed off caesar but caesar had incredibly more power and more allies and uh caesar eventually ordered cicero's assassination and his hands and head were chopped off he they the soldiers went to his house his hands and heads were chopped off and then the head was delivered to caesar's wife and because she hated cicero so much uh she took his decapitated head and put pins in his tongue so he could not speak in the afterlife
0: so can i just recap that if i understood that correctly yes so cicero was saying i want to be elected by the people and julius caesar comes along and he has money and he has fame and he's saying i am the dictator for life and he just claims that
1: Yep. and then just comes in and says and yep, because dictator. cicero
0: was starting to gain a little bit of popularity and a little bit of a following caesar just fucking kills him
1: yeah well he had a following and then but he started talking shit on caesar for doing oh, he started talking to shit. his following okay. yeah he was basically like this is wrong you guys you people should hate this why what are you doing letting this man just come in and say dictator for life yeah and caesar obviously not going to take very kindly to that so had him assassinated
0: Do you know what the people's response to that was?
1: You know, he ruled for a long time. I think there's some people upset. Some people, you know, I think by the end, like any good content creator that does it for long enough, you're just kind of sick of them at the end. You know, you're like, maybe stop creating all of these TikToks, like, Maybe you're spamming the feeds a little too much, and people are like, ah, he's gone. That would be my. uh, Learn a trade, right?
0: Learn how to plumb or do electric. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they cut him up, cut off his hands, cut off his head, and he had pins stuck in his tongue by uh, the wife. So he can't speak in the afterlife if there is an afterlife. So, uh, and this is, we talked about cancel culture. Like, do you see, uh, that kind of, essentially not to the, not to the literal degree, but at least to the, uh, you know, sentimental degree, I guess is the way to say, do you see similarities in cancel culture and how they treated like someone speaking out against somebody and.
0: I don't know. So where my mind went, when you said this was the end of Cicero, I was like, oh, okay. Let me guess. Did he say some racial slur that everyone went at him? Or did he not side on some political movement for the people like, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the Me Too movement. Did he not side with the <laughs> Me Too movement? Did he not speak out on the Me Too movement so people were pissed? Yeah. So I was like that in that day and age or in this day and age, that is how people get. They're done. They're done after that. Mm-hmm. If you do not speak out on a people's movement uh, and you just keep putting out your same bullshit content, you're done. Or if you mm-hmm. say some sort of racial slur, you're done, Joe Rogan.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't. It was just speaking to power, though, which is a dangerous game as well. You know, um, I think to bring it to the, our most relevant happenings going on, our most current events is this Russian invasion in Ukraine. Russia, the second they announced that invasion, they would started arresting people that were posting on social media that Russia should not be invading Ukraine and they were against the war like they would they literally had stories of people showing up to their house about 2 hours after they posted a video um speaking to power against the government and they got arrested so i think it's it's in that same vein speaking to power and using your platform to speak to power now it's just shared on a massive level but yeah that is noticed and Still I think there's two to that.
0: not so much cancel culture though I think there's two powers at play there it's politics which is a little is different than content marketing well I don't know maybe yeah. that's something well, to kind of explore but politics give you the power to make these moves
1: yeah like to arrest people yeah yes.
0: And that's not necessarily, I guess, content marketing. So Julius Caesar had politics behind him. I'm just kind of thinking out loud here for a second.
1: The people have a platform. The politicians have power. And I think that's the big difference is when you're speaking to people with power, if you're using your platform to speak to people with power, there, there are... Dangers involved. There yes. shouldn't be, but there are dangers okay. involved with that, you know? And I yeah. think that's where we yeah. see this going as well. People feel empowered, which is great, but yeah. the dangers have not gone away, especially in some of these countries.
0: Well, I, I'm happy that you did wrap it into that nice and put a bow on it that way. That is indicative of today's day and age repeating what we saw with cicero and julius caesar is Mm -hmm. there's an idea of having a platform but then there's idea of having power and power Mm -hmm. will always supersede having a platform so be careful out there folks with content marketing
1: all you micro influencers watch your fucking back nsa is on you fbi be creeping around the corner the difference that I see today, and no, and maybe it's not a difference, is you know, Cicero's speeches are immortal to some degree, like they are still studied today, they're still dissected, they're they're renowned as like pieces of the best oration, you know, that mankind has seen. This in the same way, everything we post today, everything you put out is immortalized in the digital space, right? Like it yeah. is Yeah, it does not go away. It doesn't matter if you delete it. Does not go away. You are still, it's still gonna be lingering in the back end of some web space somewhere. So, having everything immortalized and seeing that, especially for young people, like you changed so much as a person, like ha- seeing the young people, what you posted na- then to now. Like, I'm nervous to go back to my Zanga profile. I probably could find my login.
0: I don't even know what a Zanga profile is. What's Zanga?
1: What? You you never had Zanga.
0: What is Zanga?
1: What it's like the OG social, like pre MySpace. Like uh, I could say MySpace as a reference. Zanga was like literal like journal entries. You would add friends, but it was literally like journal entries, and you'd post them out for everybody, and then you could see how many people saw it. People could like leave comments on it, and I- it was like it was like middle school. For us, and yeah. it caught a wave, and it was everybody was posting like the top 10 hottest guys in the class, the top 10 oh. cutest girl. Like, everybody oh would post God. their like original content marketing, you know, like mystical, yeah. and they would post it on Zanga. I have
0: never even heard of the word Zanga.
1: Oh my gosh, maybe I I'm know. gonna. I wonder if it's still live.
0: Well, I mean, to my reference would be i was just poking around the internet and had this idea i was like you know i wonder if my old blog still lives on the internet and lo and behold i was able to find my old blog thank god i actually put i was smart enough to put a. it used to be open to the public but now i have you have to be invited to read it. So thank God I put that on there. I'll yeah, know what yeah. SEO would have done. <laughs> SEO would have just it's been living out in the abyss for twenty years, right? So like SEO would have just you taken been it. You for some weird <laughs>
1: shit. <laughs> you would have been ranking for some weird keywords.
0: Yes, Exactly. <laughs> but it's out there and uh it's immortalized.
1: I agree. Everything we post. So I think that's the same. Like you know, um except everybody's is now not just people that are prominent figures you know like everybody's is immortalized and um there are dangers and and things to think about so i mean in my last question to you then it kind of leads to this do you have any tips knowing what we know back then speaking to power like do you have tips for people that gain a following online for them to avoid this kind of crash and burn that we see so much is there anything you can do because it you, I, to me you have to bounce the line of being authentic yeah. speaking to your audience and not pushing too many buttons you got to go tom hanks on these motherfuckers.
0: dude having a following scares the absolute shit out of me because here's the thing you get a following by kind of niching down Uh, And so if you Mm. just talk about working out and you start to gain that following, the second you step out of line, people are going to get pissed. They're like, hey, we don't follow you because we wanna hear about your mental health journey. Like get back in your box, influencer. And so I actually like, everyone wants to be an influencer. Everyone wants to be this famous person online. All these young people like wanna be micro influencers. And it just is like, once you get to a certain level Level, it's ve- it scares the shit out of me because you are not allowed to step outside of your box. Not a single influencer. Not a single influencer is kind of an influencer across the board for all of life's journeys like they can't talk about working out and work and and working and having a baby and being a mom and like all of these different things all of these different niches i can't think of one influencer that can speak to all of that
1: what about uh addison ray did she start out as an influencer or was she
0: yeah i mean you know more than me she got famous for making dance videos on the internet. Right, she, a, right? And that's all she did. And uh, actually, for everything I hate about like these TikTok influencers making so much unreasonable money and being invited <laughs> to the Met Gala when you have no place being at the Met Gala. Yeah. But <laughs> that's, uh, that's where it crossed the line for that's you. That's <laughs> where it crossed the line. When I saw Addison Rae at the Met Gala, I was like, I <laughs> cannot, I'm done with her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, that is sacred for you caitlin like get the fuck don't be stepping hey, but there. um
0: there's this one uh tiktok influencer her name's charlie i think her you pronounce her last name damalo or damilio okay, or something sure. charlie d'amelio sure. anyways she was fucking nominated for times a hundred best people of the year or something uh most
1: influential most influential
0: people of the year Uh, in a hundred people in the united states charlie d'amelio was nominated and there was a video of her that i god i just so fucking appreciate her for she was like I do not belong in this list. Like I make fucking dance videos on the internet. How did I influence this? Like I do not yeah. like and time to time like you know you're you're up there with fucking beyonce (laughs) Mm -hmm, and she's like what mm -hmm. the hell i don't belong up here so the second you step out of your box of dancing on the internet people are gonna start hating on you and canceling you because you don't deserve to step out and she was afraid of that she was like people are gonna come at me for being on this list and that i don't deserve so she was kind of like fearful i don't even know where i was going with that you mentioned uh how to stop okay so if you're if you have a following what are some tips to avoid this
1: i think you hit your you hit the nail on the head though is like boxing you do get boxed in in the internet you know i think what people conflate a lot with with digital and going viral and being famous it's infamy versus fame you know there's a big difference between being infamous for something between being famous for something that you do. Like there's a huge difference. It's subtle, but there's a big, and what, what people find on social media is you become infamous for a certain thing, for yes. something, yes. right? Like yes. you become infamous, but you can't really translate that into long-term fame or acclaim, you know, it's, 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 there's a disconnect there. Yes. And I think people have a trouble with that.
0: Yeah, and so it, it's very difficult to be in that influencer position because as soon as I, I'm using the BLM movement for example, as soon as you know George Floyd is killed, people are either looking to you to speak out on that or people yep. are looking to you to yeah, to say something and if you say the wrong thing in any aspect if you mention it once or if you mention it a hundred times half of your following is going to say i can't believe you didn't talk about this more and half of your following is going to say i can't believe you talked about this a hundred times like where do you belong in this blm movement you're just a white girl who makes dancing videos on the internet like you don't have a you don't have a place in this and so as soon as you try to speak out Or if you don't speak out, you're going to lose people and you're going to get, you know, I use the quotes, canceled. You're going to get canceled. You're going to get hated on. And we saw that a lot, actually, in 2019 when the BLM movement started to pick up steam
1: yeah we also saw it with covid too when that was dropping do you, i what comes to mind is like these that that video of like all the giant celebrities like gal gadot oh, and John Legend yes. singing i imagine, imagine from their like beautiful like estates and mansions and they're like we'll get through this together like yeah you know people i their intentions were good they were like trying to use their skill set and what they knew of the world to like bring some positivity but you're going to get half the people being like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, yeah. I can't pay rent. And you're telling me it's going to be all yeah. good from your yeah. swanky the mansion. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they're they're boxed in just like everybody else. They're like, you're an actor. What the fuck? You're a singer. What the fuck do you know about this stuff? Yes. You know?
0: Yes. So it's very difficult to get to a place of prominence. It's very difficult. Um, and you have to be okay with only fitting one role. If
1: you choose that life.
0: If you choose mm-hmm. that life.
1: The only person that breaks that is a uh, childish man Gambino, Donald Glover, actor, writer, Atlanta. singer, rapper. That man can do it all. He's he's the anomaly. He's the, he's the exception, not the rule.
0: But like, what if he spoke out on COVID? You would kind of be like, dude, we know you make millions. Like, you don't have a place in this. Yeah. You know, there's always that area.
1: I think it was a weird time in the sense that uh, previously, you know, actors, musicians were influenced the public culture to such a degree. But like the COVID, they wanted to keep using that influence. But COVID, we like turned to scientists like Fauci. And yeah. like we were like, you are going to influence our culture for however long this takes. You know, like we were looking. Fauci became like a pop culture icon because that's where the the eye of of our attention went and they were the yeah. influential people for a short time. And it was just that in that transition, people didn't catch on, you know? Cool. Uh, that's all I got. Cicero's dead at this point. So, you know, he's not coming back. Uh, is, is there any lasting topics or thing, something that stuck with you as far as the conversation today? No. Nope. Nothing. You just, it was a history lesson. You're like, move the fuck on, Zach. Move the fuck on. We'll be putting some uh, some of the pictures of Cicero, some of Cicero's speeches, quotes, uh, as well as some of our uh, fast food, maybe some messaging campaigns where brands are talking shit on other brands. Uh, we'll throw some of those up uh, all on our Facebook group, Manipulating the Masses podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Is there anything you want to add, Caitlin?
0: You did a good job.
1: Oh, I was fishing for that. Well, then uh, we will see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.